0: Welcome to the WAGs of SCI podcast, where we discuss all things
1: life, love, and caregiving after spinal cord injury, hosted by Elena Pauly and Brooke Page. Our partner's spinal cord injuries is what brought us together, and our common bond as caregivers to quadriplegics is what helped us to create the advocacy group WAGS of SCI, which is an acronym for Wives and Girlfriends of Spinal Cord Injury.
0: We know firsthand the challenges that come with
1: living this lifestyle and our mission is to spread awareness and positivity from our unique perspectives. So join us as we tackle deeper discussions around sex, travel, mental health, self-care and finding balance as a caregiver and a lover to someone with a spinal cord injury. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Wags of SEI podcast. Here we go. We wanted to quickly take a moment to introduce you to our amazing sponsor for this episode, Anchor Medical Supplies. Now this company is very special to us as it's owned and operated by a quadriplegic. His name is Paul and his wag of SCI, her name is Jessica. They have been married for 22 years and they strive to provide the best service in the industry for catheters and ostomy products. Incre Medical Supplies is based in Georgia,
0: but work with nationwide Medicare, Medicaid, and many private insurance companies including Blue Cross and Tricare. They work with your doctor's office to get prescriptions organized and they bill insurance directly. They ship discreetly straight to your door without
1: any hassles. They are passionate about advocating for those with disabilities, and most of their staff are individuals who have been affected by paralysis themselves. Their personalized services include monthly check-ins, expert advice, and customized
0: products. This makes them a company we can really rely on and trust. They know that SCI life and understand how important peer support can be.
1: So give Jessica and Paul a call today at 1-833-667-8669. Or you can visit their website at anchormedsupplies.com and tell them the Wags of SCI sent you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our very first podcast. We're so excited. Yay. Thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. Um, We wanted to just get started with kind of a basic intro about... mm -hmm,
0: Around who are the wags of SCI?
1: Why do we start it? (laughs) And, And why is this important? Why do we have a podcast? Um, It seems like everybody has a podcast nowadays, um, and we felt like we needed to start one because our message is so powerful in our community. Um, So why don't we start off by talking about who we are. Who are you?
0: (laughs) Who are you? Um, So my name is Elena Pauly. My name is Brooke Paget,
1: and I am 34 years old. And I am not a day over 29. <laughs> Just so, we're, we are both um, young women from uh, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And we started an outreach, advocacy, and support group um, about two and a half years ago uh, together because we both are women who have partners who are quadriplegics. Mm-hmm. So my partner Dan sustained a
0: C5 a spinal cord injury in January of 2016. Dan and I were in Cuba vacationing and um, he dove into the shallow end of the Puata resort and broke his neck. So we came back, we got flown back after he had an operation there and then the rest is
1: history. Me, myself, uh, Brooke, my um, husband, boyfriend at the time, Evan, was injured at work. Um, he was a superintendent on a job building a school. And he went to secure and check a load of gym flooring that had come in from delivery from the East Coast. And the load wasn't secured properly. And it it was a freak accident. And it fell on his head. Um, and he instantly became a C4 quadriplegic. Mm-hmm. So our lives changed. We were together for four years before his accident, um, and we've been together for 10 years total now. So it's been almost six years since he sustained his spinal cord injury. Um, and yeah, so why don't we, for, for those of you who may not necessarily know someone with a spinal cord injury or need to know more about it. So what uh, what is a spinal cord injury, first of all?
0: So a spinal cord injury is a high-impact injury on your spinal cord. So in our case, our partners have a a high-level spinal cord injury. Um, So the drastic impact of, let's say, like the dive into the pool or gym flooring falling on your head, so that part of your spine is now severed or broken or fractured in in different cases. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like you look at the spine the cord is within the bone that, that surrounds it, and it's almost like a kinked hose. Mm-hmm. So when your brain is sending these signals to move different parts of your body or to have control over different parts
1: of your body, um, it's unable to. So the signals kind of get fired back. Yeah, so what happens like when you have a, a traumatic, traumatic injury like this? Um, whatever may have happened to you, um, it impacts your entire central nervous system. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything behaves differently. Because sure. like Elena was saying, the the signals cannot get through as they did before. So there are so many different types of spinal mm-hmm. cord injuries. Um, and just to put it basically, um, so that everyone can understand, mm-hmm. uh, paraplegics um, have a spinal cord injury that occurred in the T level, so mid-range of their spine or below. And what paraplegic mm-hmm. means is that the lower half of their body, uh, para, so their legs and their um, core, to some degree, was impacted um, by their injury. Mm-hmm. And so what quadriplegic means is usually a neck injury, usually a neck break. Um, and what happens there is that's called the C-level of the spine. So in the C-level of the spine, there's varying levels. That's why we say C4 and then down is a C5-6, is it varies. Um, the spine starts at... C1, and it moves down to C7. Um, So, like,
0: that starts, like, from, like, the stem of your, like, brain.
1: Yeah, yeah. So,
0: so first it's, like, your head, and then it goes down.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, everyone knows uh, Christopher Reeve. He's kind of the most famous um, person that sustained a spinal cord injury. His level was uh, C1, C2, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, So, his was quite high. Um, and anyways, that's just kind of a basic understanding of spinal cord injury. It's so complex and this is kind of the reason why we started this podcast is because we are both caregivers to our partners. Um, like we said before, our lives change drastically when these injuries happen to our partners. Um, and we were kind of thrust into the world of caregiving as well mm-hmm. as being a romantic partner. right. So like in the past in the past couple of years, Elaine and I well when we started the group, Um, we decided that we wanted to give a voice to these women um, all around the world um, that are caregivers as well as romantic partners because it is such a different kind of relationship that no one else can really understand how you feel unless you're in that situation yourself.
0: Right and I think one of the the biggest reasons we actually began the group as well is we didn't know that there were other women out there like us going through these situations. So Brooke and I actually met through social media. Shout out to Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, you know, it's kind of cool because there's, they get kind of like a bad rap social media because there are so many different accounts and people can kind of, you know, the whole comparison, um, issue with, like, Instagram models and things like that. Like, people don't necessarily use it for education. So it was kind of interesting that we took that route of, like, mm-hmm. educating the public about our personal experiences and as well as connecting with other women who also had these experiences. And it's kind of gives you that little bit of, like, an open space, easy access to connect with people behind the screen and and read the plethora of, like, information and support that women have for each other
1: around spinal cord injury, caregiving, love, relationship. Yeah. And it was interesting because Elaine and I, 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 my partner was injured a year and a half before um, Elaine and partner, Dan, was injured. And I was very isolated. I had no one I could talk to. I lived... Quite far away from my friends. Um, I was kind of do- living this life on my own. And I kind of wished upon a star, literally. Like, I was <laughs> like, I just want to find somebody that I can connect with on this level where they share this similar lifestyle to me. You know, someone that understands that at the drop of a hat, I might have to leave what I'm doing in order to care for my partner. Or I might be late, or I might not be able to do the same things that I used to be able to do because my life is different now. Mm-hmm. And so, I was scrolling through Instagram, and I'd actually been tagged in an account um, by my mom, who had tagged me in one of Elena's photos. She's like, oh, Brooke, look, there's another girl like another you girl out there. Like you. <laughs> yeah. um, So, I'd followed Elena on Instagram, and I had no idea where she was from. I just knew she was from British Columbia, where we live. It's, it's a big place. So um, I followed her for a while, and then I started looking at her posts a couple of weeks later, and I realized that she was hashtagging Kitsilano, where we live, quadriplegic, right. all that kind of stuff. So I direct messaged her, and I said, hey, you know, my name is Brooke. This is who I am. Um, my partner's a quad. I was like, where are you from? And she replied, Kitsilano. And I'm like, that is so crazy. I live in Kitsilano because we had relocated back to where we were before my partner's injury, which is Kitsilano. Mm -hmm. And so then she's like, oh, weird. Where do you live? And so we figured out we lived, I don't know, seven blocks away from each other.
0: Really, really close.
1: Yeah. It was extremely close. Vancouver
0: is a very big place. I mean... For those of you who do know Vancouver or don't, this is where the twenty ten Olympics was held. Yeah, so it's a big place. So Kitsilano is like a little sector of yes. Vancouver yes. that's a little bit like away. I the way that I see it is like I feel like we're away from downtown that I don't even know. Mm-hmm downtown yeah. oh, it's like what is this
1: place yeah we're about a five minute drive from downtown but we're still so far away across the bridge and yonder <laughs> yeah so but, yeah yeah so um what happened was is we uh, messaged each other for a little while followed each other mm-hmm. and then as soon as we figured out that we live so close to each other we were like okay let's meet up
0: Let's go for coffee or let's go for a yoga class or something just to kind of, like, reset your brain before you go home and get your partner out of bed Mm -hmm. or, or, you know, carry on with your day. And some days we would just kind of, like, show up to a yoga class and wave to each other from across the room and that was it. Mm -hmm. But it was, like, knowing that you could talk to somebody about, I don't know, your partner falling out of his chair the night before Mm -hmm. or... I hate to say this on radio publicly, because our partners are listening, but bowel and bladder accidents. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um, it's important, or, though, to talk about that. It it's is. It's real. It's true.
0: Right? It is. Because how, you know, you, you kind of get thrown into a new dynamic of caring for your partner. But also, you kind of, you know, you, de- you deal with a lot of things that not a lot of couples can understand. Mm-hmm. I mean, no partner wants to get cleaned up by their other... Mm-hmm adult partner right but it's just something you do and we talked about like running out of supplies do you have any more catheters or where do i get some more and brooke and evan were already doing this you know in this life um for about a year and a half before us so they were kind of like our peer mentors i want to say we definitely looked up to you guys to for the knowledge and power
1: and all the good wine and cheese places of Vancouver. <laughs> and we were just excited to meet another couple that was our age that were that was dealing with this. But not only that, I feel like as Elena and I started to hang out, and, and for those of you who, you know, don't live the caregiving lifestyle and want to understand it more. So we have a very different schedule than most couples, depending on what we're doing for the day. There's a lot of appointments. There's a lot of th- um, planning. Planning. Tons of planning that goes into our life. And so, as caregivers, we're usually up quite early, uh, making sure that our partners are ready to go for the day. And for mm-hmm. every couple with, uh, that's, that's dealing with a spinal cord injury, it's, it looks different. Um, but regardless, there is a certain amount of care um, and planning that goes into the mornings. Right. You can't just kind of like hop out of bed and, and say, hey, babe, I'll see you later no. and, and take off. Especially I mean, if you're a full time caregiver. That just doesn't happen like no. if If you're looking after your partner's medical needs in the morning, there's a big routine that goes in with that. And we'll, we'll talk about mo- that more on uh, future podcasts and, and later. For sure. Um, but it's just a different lifestyle. And, and other couples and friends that we have, they just they don't understand. And not by any fault of
0: their own. It's no. just it's kind of like I always have this comparison of being a new parent. Yeah. Neither one of us are parents. We don't Mm -hmm. have children. And I feel like I don't understand that parent lifestyle because I don't have children. Right. And for us, it's kind of like we didn't have that nine month preparation Mm -hmm. window. We were just kind of thrown into this, Mm -hmm. um, into this new life. And we love our partners and we wanted to be with them and we wanted to do everything we could for them and still keep them by our side and live like our best life Mm -hmm. we didn't want to have that you know that stereotypical like hospital life Mm -hmm. where everything's so sterile and everything's you know so dependent on
1: medication and and uh... i think that's really important to mention because elaine and i both have a very similar outlook on life when it comes to living your best life And that's why I think we connected so well, not just because of the spinal cord injury. Like, we're now best friends. Mm -hmm. And it's because of the fact that we both, every day, just want to be our best selves, regardless of our circumstances. And we want to view life in a way as, like, you know, this was presented to us, a tragedy. How are we going to turn that into something great?
0: For sure. And that's actually a really good point. When you're kind of, like, for anybody who's unaware, spinal cord injury is... It actually is a life or death mm-hmm. sentence. <laughs> yeah. um, people have, obviously in the past, with less medical um, advances, have, of course, died. There's so many secondary conditions that come along with a spinal cord injury. I think a lot of people see the wheelchair and they think, wow, like poor guy or girl for being well, in the chair. That's the biggest obstacle. Yeah, which is, yeah. it's not at all. The biggest obstacle is being able to breathe on your own, being able to sit in your chair without um, developing a pressure sore, being able to take your medication, being able to digest food. There's so, so many different things. Being able to control your bowels, your bladder, being able to have a sex life. Man- or have, managing pain and spasms. Totally. Or reproduce. There are so many different obstacles that a lot of, and by, again, no fault of anybody's, There's not a whole lot of information out there. There's not a whole lot of education um, around what this life looks like. And maybe people want to protect their own, you know, I don't know, privacy. But this is something that we're planning in our podcast to kind of challenge. And do it with as much love and respect as possible for our partners. But educate people just so you know. It's kind of like when people park in accessible parking spots and they're not in a in a wheelchair a lot of the time you just don't know you don't think that hey somebody who's going to need that spot is going to come along i'm just here for a minute Mm -hmm. it's you know that education piece and we're just going to do it as respectfully as possible but
1: with a lot of fun and also this is why we started the group in the first place is because before there was no real voice for Yes, there's a lot of caregiver support groups in the world, but there was no real voice for the wives and the girlfriends in the romantic relationship with someone who they're also giving care to, regardless of what that care level looks like. There was no voice um, as far as information from our point of view because to be honest I both Elaine and I think that this group of women is one of the most powerful in the world I think because not only do we understand what it's like to sacrifice our own needs to help someone else but we also have been presented with challenges that make us into better women and then we also have the power to be Strong and provide for our family if needed. Um, And it just, it gives you, you wear so many hats in this life. And that's why I feel like we're just super women pretty much. (laughs) And so that kind of brings us to who are these women? Who are the WAGs of SCI? Because we've run this group for two and a half years now, and we've gotten a real insight into who these women really are. And they truly come from all walks of life.
0: For sure. So many different dynamics. Some women can actually attest and say that being a caregiver and a romantic partner is not possible. Some women will say, will argue that and say that it definitely is possible. Um, but, anyways, we want to definitely introduce you guys to our, who are these women? They are our ambassadors. We have about 15 across the globe now. Um, we have amazing women that have joined our group as of recently, from a therapist to a nutritionist to a model, <laughs> a, a model, yeah, a model. Um, you know,
1: like it just demonstrates. Sex therapists. Yes,
0: yes. We're we're really banding together our girl gang, and that's something that I think pushed us to have a podcast. Mm-hmm. Is that we have these very. Um, education like very educated women that have so much to say that have so much life and love Mm -hmm. for our community and we also want to be able to share this education for free Mm -hmm. with people that don't have access Mm -hmm. to have this knowledge Um, because we are an international group one of our ambassadors comes from South Africa Mm -hmm. and she constantly tells us that there is not a whole lot of education and even accessibility yeah, to know awareness. And, yeah, to know what this life could look like. So that is part of the reason why we are here today, guys. Mm-hmm. We want to be able to share everything we know, everything that we uh, gather, the information that we gather from interviews with you guys for free. So you can kind mm-hmm. of sit back in your own privacy, in your own home, mm-hmm. enjoy, ask questions, send us weekly questions in if you have a topic you'd like to discuss. Mm-hmm. If you have a question for, let's say, our sex therapist that you would mm-hmm. like us to
1: discuss on your behalf. We'll Mm -hmm. definitely do that for you. And it's also to organize resources that were not there before. Um, So we've worked really, really hard over the past few years to garner resources for our website, for our podcast, for just spreading awareness and information to these women that don't have those resources. And we also just want women to know that they're not alone. So like you may, you know, you may be sitting somewhere listening to this, you know, from your car, and you may not know anybody in your situation, but... Please know that there are so many women out there like you. And regardless of if we're not in physical presence of each other, we're here to support one another. And we are there for you, even if it's just through a podcast or through online or through direct message. You'll always have someone that has got your back, pretty much. Which also brings us to the next
0: point. If you do want to connect with us, we have a website, www.wegsofsci.com. We are on Instagram, um, wags of SAI. <laughs> we have a private discussion group, which is led by around 1,000 women now. Now, you do have to be approved for this group because there, are, there is it's a lot Facebook. of... It's on
1: Facebook.
0: Yeah, private discussion group on Facebook because there is a lot of um, sensitive topics that we will discuss. Things that you probably don't want your grandma to hear about mm-hmm. your sex life. So we just want to keep it really under control, kind of moderate very fiercely, and it's an open and protected space for you to go on. Um, So if you do need to reach out to us with any questions, feel free. We're always
1: around. Yeah, and you can find all that information on our website. We have all of the links to our various groups on our website. Um, So that being said, after two years of leading this group, these women come from all walks of life. Um, There is no woman that we can describe as a caregiver slash partner to someone it spinal cord injury can actually happen to anybody it doesn't Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter your status doesn't matter how much money you have it doesn't matter who you are or where you're from it's one thing that can literally happen to anybody at any time it's Mm -hmm. an it's a devastating injury but with support and community um you know you don't have to have limits that are imposed on you at rehab or through someone else's opinion. You can do whatever you want, and you can empower your partner to feel that, but also you can feel empowered in having that community. Um, and so we wanted to share this quote, actually, that's pretty important uh, because caregiving isn't just something for women who have been put in that position or women who have chosen this life um, by dating someone or marrying someone who has already had their accident, which is a huge portion of our group as well. Mm-hmm. We have to mention that is 50% is women who have um, been handed this lifestyle unexpectedly through a trauma while they're already dating someone or married to someone. And then 50% is women who have had this happen, their partner has had this happen to them before they started dating them, and they've met them online, they've met them in person, regardless of where they've met them. They have started dating them after their accident. So it's 50-50. The one thing we all have in common is that we have partners with this crazy injury that presents a lot of different...
0: Dynamics and struggles and celebrations and everything. So. We keep on saying everything, but it's there's like, what word do you use? It truly impacts everything. So we wanted to share this quote with you guys um, about caregiving. And this is something that we both feel is so true, true, true as life continues on. Um, I've seen it happen with my grandparents, with my mother. And now I'm seeing it happen with my partner, Brooke, seeing it happen with her partner. And the quote is, there are four kinds of people in this world. Those who have been caregivers, those who are currently caregivers, those who will be caregivers, and those who will need a caregiver. So that quote is by Rosalind Carter. And it's just
1: important because this, (laughs) this, we always, Elaine and I always joke about the fact that, you know, everyone needs to be cared for or will be a caregiver at some point in their life we have just been given this earlier than most people and that society tells you what should happen. So we've kind of taken this and made it an opportunity to really grow who we are as people and grow in our relationships and make our life work for us and not have any limits, but also be there for other women. And I think when Elaine and I found each other, we both were just, something was lit inside of us. Our spark was was lit. And we just knew that, okay, this happened for a reason. Like, we're two peas from the same pod, pretty much. And this was, this is our mission
0: mm-hmm. to
1: help other women.
0: Inclusion, awareness, female power. <laughs> yeah. We say female power because we're <laughs> females,
1: but yeah,
0: literally any any sort of equality is what we're trying to lead here yeah and we would love to support even you know partners who are males taking care of their female partner mm-hmm. but we can only speak from our dynamic and we have this question come yes. up very very frequently why aren't you guys more inclusive for males that are taking care of their female partners and to be quite honest maybe one day but <laughs> right now we have our hands full and we can only speak from our own unique perspective
1: Yeah, our unique perspective is we are people who identify as female um, that support a partner that has a spinal cord injury. We have a lot of same-sex couples um, on our private groups, but we are women. And um, there are a lot of unique things that we deal with as women that we're going to be touching base on in this podcast. Um, We're going to be covering topics that are everything to do with spinal cord injury but from our perspective as caregivers we're going to be introducing amazing guests new stuff that you probably haven't thought about yet things that are of interest to elena and i um and kind of goals and we just want to really be there for all of you to help motivate support and provide love for you wherever you are
0: and for you to know that life is not over it's not over
1: you got this yep if you feel like you don't got this reach out to us we'll tell you you got this (laughs) it's true so we hope with this podcast we can empower at least one person by listening um so thank you so much for tuning in today that is our first podcast and stay tuned um we're going to be releasing one podcast a week Mm -hmm. and each podcast is going to delve into topics that we want to talk about that are not necessarily safe for social media so we're going to be kind of bearing all
0: We will be your no-filter girls. Yes. So cheers, guys, and thanks for tuning in today to the Wags of SEI podcast.